victory. Orange and black is what we bleed. Bangle fans, we cheer our team. Every year we hope a dream. We hope a dream. Two, three. You know what we say. Shout it out this way. What's up, Bengals fans? Welcome back to another edition of the Bengals Declassified Podcast. If you haven't already, like and subscribe to this podcast wherever you're checking me out. Whether it be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, not biased. Wherever you guys are listening to me, go ahead and like and subscribe and keep checking it out. Like I said in the previous podcast, this podcast is under development. We've got a long way to go. I need some feedback, and if you want to give some feedback, check uh, check me out at the Bengals Declassified Twitter handle at Bengals Declass One, because that's what they are. That's what the Bengals are for me and for everybody listening. Number one, and we got a chance to prove that in this postseason. I'm going to get into some of that here shortly. I'm going to get into exactly what we need to do to get there, and what are the obstacles we're going to have to overcome. But first, I want to talk about the game. Cleveland, week 17. I'm sorry, week 17? Check that, week 18. Because the game was added. There's an added game to the schedule. And going into this weekend, I thought that adding another game was kind of pointless. You know, I, a bunch of my friends actually were saying the same thing. This game coming up week 18 was just pointless for so many teams. But then something happened. Sunday night, the Chargers played the Raiders. And all of a sudden, we saw why week 18 was kind of a good idea. Kind of a great idea. I mean, all the controversy surrounding that game going in, where basically if the Raiders and the Chargers wanted to just take a knee the whole game, they both would have went in the playoffs and the Steelers would have went home. Now, as a Bengals fan, I'm loving that idea. I would have loved to see that, that idea. To be honest with you, before the game started, I actually got on FanDuel and I tried to make a bet that the game would end in a tie. I was trying to put a few dollars on it. And anybody that wasn't trying to do that, you, you, you weren't, you weren't being smart about betting. Okay, this podcast is still young. Not really going to get into the gambling aspects just yet. Let's just say that I like to dabble and, you know, I win sometimes and I especially have been winning this year on the Bengals. But for right now, you know, that tie game looked like a real possibility. And it was very entertaining throughout. But in the end, the Raiders pulled out the W. So guess who the Bengals get? They get the Raiders. But anyway, back to the game in Cleveland in week 18. I actually made the trip up to Cleveland and watched the game this weekend. And I didn't do it because I thought I was going to get to see the Stars because I knew that no one was really going to be out there. I think Jamar Chase, they put him out there so that he could uh, beat Chad Ochocinco's rookie record. I think that was the only thing that he was there for, which was fine. That was great. You know, I'm glad he went out there and he got to perform. We got to see um, Jamar out there. You know, I, I think they had to finally pull him off the field. There was a couple of times where it looked like he wanted to keep going out. And they're like, no, 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 no. We're going to need you next week, buddy. Just go ahead and sit down. 
So he, he sat down. But beyond him, there really wasn't very many starters out there. So it, it really wasn't a very important game for the Bengals. But as a Bengals fan, I made the trip, and I just wanted to see the Bengals there and try to support them in Cleveland. Granted, about halftime, I kind of regretted making the trip. It was very chilly in Cleveland, okay? Very chilly in Cleveland. The wind gusts were so high, I think they were up to like 25 mile an hour, that it was kind of hard to walk downhill. You know, when me and my cousin who went up to the game with me, and uh, we actually took his daughter up there for the day, and when we were walking down the hill, I almost just wanted to take my Bengals blanket, put both my arms out holding the air, and just hand glide all the way to the vehicle. Because it was that kind of crazy wind. But I'm a Bengals fan. And I saw plenty of y'all out there. I'm not going to lie. It wasn't as many as what I would have felt. I would have felt more comfortable being in Cleveland if I would have seen a few more of you guys out there repping the Bengals. Because the walk there, I am not shitting you. I saw zero Bengals fans for the mile walk it took me to get to the stadium. I mean, after I got there, I saw some of y'all repping. And, and that's cool. That's cool. But. It, it was not cool on the way there. But during the game, I noticed a lot of things. First of all, I want to talk more about the fans. You know, shout out to the Cleveland fans. You guys were real classy. It was the end of the season. Uh, there wasn't a whole lot of you guys out there. I know the stadium was only about two-thirds of the way full. Maybe not even that. But you guys were out there. You guys were rooting for the dog pound. You know, you know, my hat's off to you. But this is our year. You guys had a chance, a chance last year, a really good opportunity, by the way, last year. Now it's our year. It's the Bengals' time. And for the most part, everybody was real respectful in the section I sat in. I was in section 105, uh, and there was quite a a few Bengals fans there, you know? And they were being, I mean, it was a very respectful respectful time. So shout out to everybody that, you know, was repping your dog pound. You guys got to see a win, albeit not really matter at all. But you know what? To be honest, I heard a lot of people talking about draft position. I don't think that that really cost you guys any real draft position by getting that win. So, congratulations on the win, Cleveland. But now go home, sit on your couch, and ponder what you're going to do next year. But for us, I saw a few things during that game. Not much to really talk about. You know, Brandon Allen, he really did not play very well, but he played efficient for what we wanted him to do you know playing with a bunch of backups he didn't get to throw the ball to Tyler Boyd he didn't have T Higgins he didn't have Jamar Chase but the first uh drive or two which he was targeting Jamar Chase early in that game I mean it uh, Jamar Chase only played a few downs and he he caught he was targeted three or four times and caught two balls for 26 yards and had a nice 24 yard uh a nice 24 yarder pretty decent but you know Brandon Allen didn't have a lot of guys to throw to and he ended up going yeah, pretty decent. 15. I mean, 15 for 29 for 139, 140 yards and a touchdown. But the thing I saw was he was very inconsistent. So I'm glad that they rest, rest Joe Burrow. There's no reason to bring him out even for a series or two just because we want him to be healed because we cannot risk Joe Burrow not being able to play this week. It's just we couldn't risk it all. Brandon Allen's not going to win us a playoff game. Brandon Allen, if, he's, if you give him the ball, and we have a lead. I feel comfortable thinking that maybe he won't lose us the game necessarily, but he will not go out there and win the game. Is there a chance? Any given Sunday, guys. Any given Sunday, anything could happen. 
Grant Allen is is decent enough that anything could happen. But if I had to put my money on it, I don't want him in. I don't want to have to rely on him to win me a game. Okay, and that's what a backup quarterback is in the league. So there's no offense to Brandon Allen. Okay, no offense to him or any other backups. Backups are backups for a reason, and we played all of ours. Okay, except for Brandon Allen. I mean, I saw our running backs. You know. I saw Williams doing fairly well. He rushed nine times for 38 yards. He had a long of a 10-yard run. You know, we had a, a Chris Evans. He was seven for 35. He was efficient. You know, we did some things okay. Some things were, were going on for us, but not much. But the defense, the backups, uh, the backups for us, we were playing against a bunch of their starters. I mean, Jarvis Landry was in the game. Njoku was in. Um, uh, Peoples-Jones was in the game. And we had – Pretty much all of our starters were sitting on defense as well, for the most part. And we played fairly well. We had a defensive touchdown. Almost had a special, almost had a, a play at the end of the game where we got an onside kick with special teams. So the backups came in there and they did what they were supposed to do come out there and show off, try to secure yourself a roster spot, and also stay fresh in case we need you during the playoff run. Because that's what I'm expecting to happen with the Bengals right now is a playoff run. And it's going to be more than just this week. I'm really very optimistic that it's going to be more than just this week. The Bengals have a great offense. Great. A very underrated defense. Very underrated. But the playoffs about matchups. It's about matchups, guys. And right now, looking at the matchups we're going to be facing, it's very interesting. Of course, the, the Titans are the number one seed, and we're not going to face them if we win. But hold up. I'm getting ahead of myself. During the game, I thought there was a chance we'd get the Patriots. There was a chance that I thought we would be playing, you know, the Colts. The Colts were the big thing. And the fact the Colts didn't make the playoffs is kind of crazy, having Jonathan Taylor and Carson Wentz playing as well as he did this year, and they didn't make it. But I think we lucked out. I would have loved to see the Steelers. Loved to see the Steelers. I would love to see Joe Burrow got a, got that playoff win against the Steelers. It would have been magnificent to see him go ahead and kind of rush in the, the new era of quarterback in this in this AFC North. You know, we already have Lamar Jackson and Baker Mayfield. Eh, we'll see if he's going to really be anything. But I think Joe Burrow might be the cream of the crop in this division. You know, Lamar Jackson. I think he's gonna he's gonna have some issues. Um, and I just think it's, that's what it is. It depends what they surround him in uh, Baltimore with. For right now, we're going to see Ben Roethlisberger, who was the top of the class of this division for years. You know, he's leaving. Hats off to him, I guess. I don't know. Not a real Big Ben fan. But Big Ben's gone, and I would have loved to see the Bengals get a chance to get that first playoff win for Joe Burrow right there. Kind of a coming-of-age playoff win. But we're not going to get to see it. We're going to get to see the Raiders. And I couldn't be more happy. The Raiders didn't impress me against the Chargers. I know, I know, guys, I was at the Chargers game where we played them in Cincinnati, okay? Chargers didn't impress me, okay? Chargers didn't impress me all year. That game in particular, it was just the Bengals came out flat, and that was all, and it's hard to dig yourself out of a hole once you're 21 points down. And they showed that they had some resilience, and they came out and tried to make a good comeback, and they almost did. I watched that game. They came back and almost tied that game up at one point, if I'm not mistaken. Because the Chargers defense is not good. They're booty. 
They're trash. Okay? Their offense can play, but guess who else offense can play? The Bengals. Well, the Raiders beat them. And the Raiders, you know, they were getting some pressure on Herbert early in that game, but it seemed like the pressure kind of, you know, dimmed down some toward the end. And the Raiders were able to run the ball, control the ball, and David Carr didn't make a lot of mistakes. Okay? He wasn't he, – he didn't have a great game. He only threw for 180 yards. I think uh, Josh Jacobs rushed for over 100. Josh Jacobs was kind of the story of the game. But guess what we have? Guess what we have playing this Raiders in Cincinnati? First of all, before I even talk about what we have on the field, I want to talk about what we have in the stands. Day Nation is going to show up. I've been to a few games in Cincinnati this year, and all we do is show up as Cincinnati fans, guys. Day Nation is going to be right there, and we're going to be that 12th man on the field at all times. And I just don't think the Raiders are cut up to do it. I don't think that they're, you know, their first-year head coach is, is going to be able to withstand the pressure. You know, I don't think Carr's good enough to withstand the pressure, and I just don't think they're going to be able to do it. And I think that the 12th man, us, and I'll be there too, guys, we're going to be out there yelling and screaming and be right in their ears. It's going to almost be like there's a 12th man over there talking inside um, Derek, Carr, Derek Carr's ears. Okay? That's just what it is. It's what's going to happen. We're the 12th man, and we need to represent this week. But as far as what we have on the field, Joe Mixon, you know, I just said Josh Jacobs. You know, he did well. We have Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon is a good running back. Can our offensive line make the push? I think so. I think a lot of those guys got rest, and I think that they can actually make the push up front against those uh, interior for the Raiders. I'm, not, I'm a little concerned with the edge rushing, but as far as the rushing up the middle, I think Joe Mixon will make some good plays right up the middle and burst off for, you know, seven, eight-yard gains. He'll probably have a few of those this game, maybe even bust off a 20-yard game. I think we're going to control the clock, control the clock, control the ball, and work off play action. Good possibility we can do that. Even if we don't, though, I don't. I wasn't too impressed with the uh, Raiders' defensive backs. A lot of boneheaded plays, especially at the end where they were uh, having holding defensive holding in the, in the defensive backfield. You know they were having pass PIs and everything else. Plus they were leaving guys run wide open, streaking wide open. And the Chargers, you know, respectfully have Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Jared Cook, who I think. It's not that great, but he's okay. Guess what we got? I just told told you earlier. I'm, I'm going to tell you every week. We got T. Higgins. We got Tyler Boyd. And we got Jamar Chase, that bad man. Bad man. And Joe Burrow. A lot of people are on this Justin Herbert bandwagon. I think he's a good quarterback. I think he's right there with Burrow. But I like, I like, I like Burrow better. And that's for sure. Not only because I'm a Bengals fan. Because I'm just looking at it. I'm looking at it as Joe Burrow just does things better. I think he reads the field better. I think he throws the ball better. And I like to say that he extends plays better, but I can't. But he's not, he's not, he's not that far off from extending plays like Justin Herbert can with his feet. Joe Burrow can, Joe Burrow can still move, even after that uh, ACL tear last year. Joe Burrow still got it, okay, or whatever that knee injury was. He, still, he, still, he can still move. I've seen, it, I've seen him do it. Okay, seen him do it. So the Raiders, 
I don't think they match well up against our offense at all. And I don't think there's many teams that are going to, period. And especially this week, I just don't think they're going to. And then go to our defense. We have a good rush defense. Even our second, even our second and third stringers yes, uh, yesterday against Cleveland, you know, they had Dearness Johnson who ran the guts out of the ball and Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb did rattle off a couple nice runs. But for the most part, we were staying in the game, rotating in second and third string uh, defense alignment. They're not going to get that. The Raiders aren't going to get to see those guys. Hendrickson and Hubbard off the edge are going to be impactful players this week. Mark my words. Mark my words. And none of their receivers scare me. And I think our secondary is very underrated with Von Bell and Wouzier and Eli Apple and them guys. I think they're very underrated. I think our defense is going to play good enough to keep the Raiders at bay. I don't think we're going to be able to completely stop them because, let's face it, Carr, Jacobs, and those boys, Darren Waller. Darren Waller's the guy to watch out for. Haven't heard a lot from him. I think it's, it, it, this week there needs to be extra attention from the coaching staff specifically for Darren Waller because there has been a Darren Waller, I guess, uh, missing report out in the NFL because I have not seen too much of him. I expect they're gonna, we're going to see a heavy dose of Darren Waller against our linebackers, our linebacking core. So linebackers, if you're listening, which I hope you are, this is kind of your time to shine. So step up and shine because I think Darren Waller is going to be one of the biggest problems we'll have. But I, I am fully confident that we're going to contain their offense. I don't think that they're going to score more than low 20s at most. And this offense is going to put up at least 30 points. If you're going to, if you're going to pin me down and ask me what the score of the game will be, I'm going to go 31-21, 31-24, somewhere in that range. We're going to win by a touchdown or more. Matter of fact, I was talking about gambling uh, earlier. I'm going to go ahead and gamble on that. I'm going, to, I'm going to take the touchdown spread. I don't know what the spread is. If I was a guessing man, I haven't looked at it yet, I would say Bengals uh, minus three and a half. If that's the case, Go ahead and put your money down on the on the minus three and a half. They're going to win by more, more than a touchdown, I think. I don't want to get too far ahead of myself, but this has potential to be the last podcast I do during the football season. Potential, I don't think it's going to be. I think I'm going to be here next week again, regardless I'm going to be here, but talking about an actual game. Potential to be the last game, so I'm going to go a little bit ahead and talk about a few other scenarios. Now, the Titans, I was speaking on earlier, they're going to get the lowest seed, whoever moves forward in the playoffs. And it's either going to be the Steelers, the Patriots, or it's going to be the Raiders or us. The, the Bills, if they win, they will not play the Titans. Okay? It's not going to happen. If the Raiders win... And basically, it's the lowest seed. And right now, the seeding is Titans, put them aside. It's going to be Kansas City at two, Steelers at seven, Bills at three, Pats at six, us at four, the Raiders at five, which is crazy that the Raiders are the fifth seed. So the only way that we'll get the Titans if we win is if the Patriots and the Steelers win. Actually, no, that's, not, that's, not, that's not true. If the uh, Bills and the Chiefs win. If the Bills and the Chiefs win, which is very possible, then we will see the Titans in the next round. Titans don't scare me, though. Don't worry about that. Titans don't scare me. I said in the last podcast, none of these playoff teams really scare me. The Titans, I know they're getting Derrick Henry back, but what? how healthy is he? How healthy is he really? 
How healthy is that whole team? They've been banged up a lot. Are they going to be able to go out there and bang? We'll be playing in Tennessee, but I don't think that home field advantage is even close to what we have in Cincy. So let's, let's just say that, for instance, the Chiefs win, which they're playing the Steelers. I expect the Chiefs to win. They'll move down. We kind of, I kind of would like to see the Patriots beat the Bills. So the Patriots can go ahead and go up there and play Tennessee. And then we would get another, we'd get a rematch against the Chiefs. I would like to see that. Because I think we could get them again. But that's a question for you guys. Would you guys rather see the Titans or the Chiefs? If you had to pin me down and ask me, I'm going to go, I'd rather see the Titans. I think we can beat the Titans. I think they're easier to, to get. Because it's hard to beat a team two times in the same season. But who knows? Who knows what we can do? I've seen them do it to the Chiefs. I think we could do it again. I feel confident, more confident with the uh, matchup against the Titans. So as a Bengals fan this weekend, I think you might want to go ahead and root for the Bills and the Chiefs after talking this through. I really didn't think about this when I was setting up the podcast, exactly how I was going to form my ideas. But now that I've talked through it, you guys were here with me to talk through it or listen through it. Now you understand that it's probably best to watch the Chiefs and the Bills win. Actually, what would really be best to see the Steelers and the, and the Patriots win. That'd be awesome. Let the Steelers knock off the Chiefs. Make this road even easier. I just don't think they can. I just don't think there's any way they can. This is going to be the last week that Ben Roethlisberger plays. If he wins this week, this will be a signature win for him at the end of his career. I just don't see it happening. So next week, we're looking at more, more likely we're going to have the Chiefs or the Titans. I say, give me the Titans. Give me the Titans. I like that matchup, honestly. I would really like that matchup. And then moving forward from there, that's too much to talk about. It's too much to talk about. So let's just prepare for this week. We've got the Raiders at home. Day Nation, this might be the last Bengals home game you see this year. Unless somehow the Patriots were to win and the Steelers were to win. This might be the last game of the season you see at home. We're going to need both of those teams to win to see another home game. So this might be one and done for us, but I'm telling you guys now, I think it's a W, though. This is a dub. I don't want to be too forthright and say, hey, I'm guaranteeing a victory, but you know what? I'm not a player. I'm not on a coaching staff. I'm not in the radio booth. So I'm just some guy podcasting from his house with my love of the Bengals, guaranteeing a Bengals win this week. Paul Brown Stadium against the Raiders, 31-21. You have a nice evening, nice day, whenever you're listening to this podcast. Like I said at the beginning of the podcast, go ahead and check me out on Twitter at BengalsDclass1. And also like and subscribe to the podcast. All right, everyone. You all get ready for that guaranteed win against the Raiders this weekend. Who day?